0: If you build it, he will come. Well, we're going to be building something big on this new episode of Totally 80s and 90s Recall. If you're new to this show, we couldn't be more excited that you found us. And for our returning listeners, it's awesome to have you back. Well, if you love all things 80s and 90s, from music and movies to television and pop culture, then this is the podcast for you. I am one of your hosts, David, joined as always by, you know him, you love him, my good friend Rob. Hey, uh, I am not an animal. Yeah. Do you know that movie? I am not an animal. Yeah, what's that from? I think I should know what that's from. But off the top of my head, I'm not mm-hmm. catching it. Elephant Man, 1980. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah, that's a quote. I guess I haven't seen that movie. Yeah, well, yeah. so I'm I'm not an animal. I'm not an animal. And it, so. it, the
1: rest of it is I'm a human being. Oh, Okay. Yeah. So, so for all the listeners out there,
0: just so we're, uh, we've driven away from
1: hellos. Yeah. And then we're gonna go random movie quotes. Random movie quotes, that's right? Hey, keeps yeah. people on their toes, right. right?
0: They don't know what's coming. That's the best thing to do. Keep them Mm -hmm. guessing. That's right. Got to keep them guessing. On this podcast, Rob and I will travel back to the two decades that shaped not only our lives but influenced the world for generations that followed. Each episode, we will develop and discuss lists of selected topics or perhaps identify a significant event, movie, or whatever we recall from growing up in the 80s and 90s providing some killer memories, fun, and nostalgia along the way. And with all that, Rob, go ahead and tell us what topic we'll be covering for this episode.
1: So we're going to do something a little different. So, in the for uh, our listeners, just to give you a heads up, this will not feature sound clips. No, no movie clips. Uh, We actually aren't talking about music or movies. We'll be talking about. uh, We're doing it. We're calling this a a time capsule episode. So we're picking ten things that we'd put in a time capsule that would uh, describe the '80s.
0: Yes, for future generations. Yes. So if somebody cracked this thing open, once they looked at everything, we're gonna select to go inside of it, they would be like, oh, I have a good idea of what the 80s were like. Yes, correct. Yeah. Well, and just so everyone also understands, um, the order on this doesn't matter. We're just putting 10 items each in there. So there's no number one to number 10. One item is not more important than the other. The order doesn't really matter. And
1: and we're not doing uh, cuts, honorable mention. No cuts, no honorable
0: mention, just 10 things each. So how did you decide on what you were going to put in said... Time capsule.
1: Yeah. So uh in my pre production work, taking lots of notes, and then what I ended up doing is I ended up coming up with ten categories. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, because as I started to organize my notes, I came up with ten categories. I thought if you picked something from that um category, you could get a pretty pretty good picture of what the 80s was like or any or any gender or any, decade. any any decade right yeah so uh navigation or transportation oh communication or technology entertainment health and fitness toys food fashion or clothing uh or fashion clothing and accessories education designs or styles and then cultural icons so people oh so if you came up with something, so from,
0: stuff a person into this time capsule. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure
1: they'll like that. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So the, the, I, I looked through those ten things. Yeah.
0: Well, I did not put that much thought into this. I made no categories. <laughs> I literally picked. I thought ten cool yeah. things from when I remember being a kid in the 80s. Uh, so maybe your list will be a lot more. Uh, yours would be the list they'd go for the Smithsonian historical stuff, <laughs> and then mine's just like uh, some kind of that. Uh, w- whatever uh-huh. that guy was doing over there, mm-hmm. right? So, well, for our listeners, these ten items that we're both going to put in. These are not going to be everyone's ten items, uh, but that's what's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, our intent is for you to say out loud, "How could you not include blank inside mm-hmm. the time capsule?" I mean, that's what's great about the '80s. There were so many different mm-hmm. kinds of things that have so many different kind of meanings to so many different kinds of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hey, maybe some of the items we've chosen you'll also agree on, and then some you'll be like, "How could you leave that out?"
1: Um, and I think that's good. No. Uh, I, as I was making this list, that I found myself doing the same thing, going, "Oh, I forgot about that," and I forgot about that, and talking to people and going, "Hey, what what describes the '80s to you?" And then they would, well, there's so many things they would say that, and or yeah. they'd give me suggestions. They're like, "Oh, I totally forgot about that," and so then I changed my list.
0: So yeah, like, I fully acknowledge that the ten things I have. May not be the ten cool things to no. any one other person, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe one or two will fall into a a category. But um, yeah, that's the that's the cool thing about it. And finding ten was hard because, like you just said, there's mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about an entire decade and a lot of things happened in the '80s. Mm-hmm. So how do you pin that down, right?
1: Yeah, the cutting. I did have a cutting room floor for this one, and there was a lot. And I, I had that's why I had to come up with some way of organizing my thoughts because I yes. have too many things floating around. So you have
0: to be organizational. Me, yes. I just throw it at the wall and let's just see what happens. Right? No, that's not true. That's probably not true. Well, let's hope that's not true. Otherwise, you're, it's gonna the, be, you're the planner, you're I'm the pre production guy. <laughs> somebody's got to do it. That's right. Come running in here, you're looking for pens, uh, <laughs> and your notes <laughs> and everything else. I've been sitting here ready for like half an hour. Well, so, but the categories are good. Yeah. Uh, I did not, I did not, uh, successfully navigate Mm -hmm. that so Mm -hmm. should have thought of that well let's like uh get together and see what kind of radical and tubular things we can find to show future future generations how bodacious the 1980s truly were well i pity the fool that doesn't like your number 10 so hey rob let's party and get this thing started
1: all right uh my number my first one Uh, It comes from the category of navigation and transportation. So I picked, now granted, this would not fit in a time capsule, but it would be, I'm going to go with a, it's a picture of, and I know that might be bending the rule a little bit. No, that's fine. But a 1981 Ford Fairmont station wagon.
0: Oh yes, a station wagon.
1: Right? So station wagon, but (laughs) we we specifically had a 1981 uh, Ford Fairmont we had forever. Manual crank windows, vinyl seats, AM radio, no FM. No, the windows in the back only rolled down halfway. Nice. No AC. Um, it was like the only car that our pan- our family purchased new. It made umpteen trips from Portland to Sioux Falls. Um, Did the
0: back window roll down? Like no, the very it back have, window? no, it didn't. Oh, nope.
1: It okay. wasn't. No, but I remember we were right on the cusp of like where riding in the back. Oh yeah, was no longer allowed. Oh, but we, I do remember riding in the back. Yeah, we did it anyway. And so, some point in my young, early '80s life, we had we couldn't ride in the back anymore. But I do remember well, yeah. riding in the back
0: in our '80s life. They also made us start wearing seatbelts all the time. So
1: yeah, um, yeah, uh, the, the, you know, those were before the days of having TVs or Walkmans or you know. So you, oh, yeah. you know, you were reading a book on those trips between Portland and Two Falls. Um, oh, yeah. You had to look out the window. Stare Out the window. Um, you had to be, you know, being the dad's navigator was the, you know, when you get to sit up front with dad when we were driving, I <laughs> was a killer. Um, but uh, the story I was going to tell is um, uh, one year, we were driving back to Sioux Falls in this white 81 Ford Fairmont. And um, my dad had picked me up from scout camp. Yeah, My mom and my sister, I think, had flown back. I don't quite remember the details. But it was my dad and I in the car bar. we so were somewhere between Portland and Sioux Falls. So, I'm going to guess it was like... Uh, middle of South Dakota. I'm a fidgeter by nature, so I dig through the glove compartment. And my mom used to carry a thing of mace nice. on her keychain.
0: Did you spray your dad with it? No, oh, it was worse.
1: Before. So um, <laughs> uh, she had taken it off her keychain and put it in the glove compartment. So I'm digging through the glove compartment. And uh, little did I know, it had leaked. No, oh. All over the glove compartment. I didn't know it
0: was. That can't be good.
1: So I quit my fidgeting and digging through the glove compartment, and I proceed to rub my eyes. Oh, yeah. I think I might pick my nose, <laughs> put my fingers in my mouth. That's a bad day. So the next thing I know, I have proceeded to uh, pepper spray yeah. myself in the passenger seat of my dad's 81 Ford Fairmont as we're going down the freeway. And yeah. Did he I, have
0: any sympathy for you? Uh, I didn't tell him. Oh, okay.
1: I had to play it off. That's impossible. And so I when had the your eyes have been all down, red. Oh my gosh, it was the worst. Okay. But yeah, it's on the So anyway, that's, that's my number ten. Yeah, that uh, something related to like station wagon transportation, yeah. dri- riding in the back of the truck with no. I mean, yeah. like stuff like that. Those are things you don't
0: we can't do anymore. No, nobody does that. And station wagons definitely are a huge. Uh, Identifier of the 1980s. Mm -hmm. Um, Now it's SUVs, but then it was. But even then, I
1: will tell you, as a family of, we have a family of five, three kids. um, There was a time trying to find rig cars anymore. Oh yeah, that are built for big families. They don't do it. They just don't make
0: them as much. So anyway, cars were bigger back then. Yeah. Well, good pick. My first pick going into the item uh, or into the time capsule is a VHS copy of Fast Times at Ridgemont High oh. with a VCR. Uh, that way you can watch it. You know, uh, This movie, to me, screams early 80s. It's got the mall, teenagers, uh, they're wearing popped polo shirt collars, uh, piano key neckties. Um, it's got a great soundtrack, early 80s, some late 70s songs, but uh, a lot of great music. And the slang used by Spicoli with, hey, bud, and let's party, mm-hmm. they take you right back to the early 80s. And of course, uh, if you've seen the movie, uh, Phoebe Kate's coming out of the pool, I mean, oh yes, what future generation would like that uh that just oh, yes. that would just be uh that part mm-hmm. of every vHS copy of that tape I think is worn out uh by At this that, point that's
1: right one of the most paused oh yes, moments in movie cinema I think it I've is that, you
0: know? yes that was th- that was one of the best moments of my early childhood, mm-hmm. so but this whole movie just looked like the early 1980s, and I think if you watched it, you would get a good idea of what like teenagers and life kind of looked like hmm so
1: no that's a really good one i actually uh i don't have this in my list i struggle with having it but i did have it on my cutting room floor was a vh a vcr with a vhs tape yeah just there's so much we could talk about there just the sound of popping the rental video you yep. know friday nights going to the movie store rent trying to decide on a on a movie it always ended up usually going one for the parents one for the kids yep a lot of time um we were still, you know, dating, going on a date, picking your pick a picking movie, a movie, you yeah, know. So, good. so yeah. Oh, um, yeah, there was a there was a meme floating around. Um, oh, something about uh, um, I used to think my parents did Friday pizza nights because they were fun. Now I know it's because they were tired. Yeah, yeah. And I and now as a parent, I go, oh yeah, let's just get a pizza and <laughs> let's just get a pizza. And now it's not rent a movie; it's get it off of Netflix. Or, oh yeah, it's so much we, easier. We now. stream it or whatever. Like, but it's the same idea, though. It's like I don't
0: well. You stream it now. Like if you want to watch a movie now, you just watch it. Yeah. Um, when you're saying you go to the video store, you go to the video store. Well, there yeah. You were hoping that the video you want was there because mm-hmm. they'd have all those copies, and then of course you'd lift it up, and there'd be no tape behind yeah. it, so you'd go search That's, through the like out of yeah. the return bin and see if you could get anything out of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So. But yeah, I think uh, I think um, mm-hmm. and I picked a specific movie. You could no, pre- that was probably good. pick anyone, but yep. to me, Fast Time Screams 1980s. So. No. And good. I just want future generations to be able to see Phoebe Cates yeah. uh, coming out of the bull. Yeah. So. Um,
1: just to add to that, currently in the U.S., there are no major brick-and-mortar retailers stocking VHS home video releases. They just, no. that is gone, by the way, of the dinosaur. That
0: is the least surprising thing you've said on right. our podcast. But
1: then, I did read, in January of 2023, it was reported that VHS tapes were once again becoming valuable collector's items. Of course collectors yeah
0: are they gonna say that it was just like uh vinyl for records oh this is the original way to watch it because i can tell yes. you uh movies look way better now so we can oh, have yeah. that argument all day. Yeah, yeah 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 that's so. true 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 true
1: all right what's your next item all right my next item is uh from the category of communication and technology so i could have i again i had a ton but the one that i landed on is a phone book nice phone book perfect um phone book or the yellow pages as they were called yeah. right um in number 2 there. you had a
0: you could have a white yeah. page any yellow page oh that's
1: page. right the white page yeah uh, n- uh now obsolete they just don't Completed. make them yeah. but once upon a time if you wanted to find a good restaurant here's the process if you wanted to go out for dinner with a girl uh you don't know the restaurant you had to look up the restaurant in the phone book yeah you had to call the restaurant and ask about the menu availability reservations uh you ha- and then you had no way of knowing the average person's thought on the place so yeah. now no, you google it yep you check it you look at uh feedback uh res- or not reservation uh you know ratings how many stars yep uh you didn't know that
0: nope it was word of mouth
1: so you had to you just had there was there was a uh intentional uh interaction with this uh going places yeah. you had so um what if you wanted to call your crush oh yeah what if you wanted to simply make a childish prank um there was no swiping left or right. There's no FaceTime, no instant messaging or texting. You had to physically pick up the phone. You had to dial a number yeah. that you either had to look up or work to get. Oh yeah, like you had to get it from a friend, mm-hmm. or you had to get up the guts to go ask, ask her for, for the number. Oh right? yeah, um, required courage. Awkward moment. Um, it was exciting. We oh, and then we remembered phone numbers. We, we knew them, of course we did. Uh,
0: now nobody knows a phone number.
1: Six five three five four one nine. That wow. was my phone number growing up in Milwaukee, Oregon, <laughs> nice. and forever. And we actually changed it after that. So that was our original one. Yeah. Um, today, I couldn't tell you a number. No. Nope. Um, I just, I, the stats said there's 74% of Americans have internet access at home. So it's easy just to get online, find a phone number, find a place, find an address. You Google yeah. it on your phone. You find anything. Find, and with the Google, then you find the rating, right? Uh, yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't eat here again, you know, two I'm stars different. or whatever. So then you go, ah, yeah. next one. So I go to the next one. So, anyway, something to to show people what it was like in the eighties to communicate. It was different. Yeah, it wasn't, be, it, it wasn't as easy.
0: They would look and go, this looks psychotic actually, yeah. but yeah. And if your crush had a common last name, good luck with that. And yeah, then yeah. Uh, if they took the steps, which you had to take the steps to unlist yourself, then they weren't even in the phone book. But, oh. but yeah, the phone book that um, they built a whole uh, comedy show around that. The jerky boys where they like yeah. called random un- yeah. numbers out of a, uh, a phone book. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's a good, that's a good one. Not yeah. fun to read, but a good no, one. so no, no, no. that's a good um, old item for someone to look at way in the future and go, uh, "What was going on right yeah, here?" <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know that my kids would even know. <laughs> no, wouldn't even know how to navigate. If I that handed thing. it to them, yeah, um, like look through it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Hey, but, find me a mechanic. Go right. Yeah. So
2: yeah, now I'm
1: like look like it so. up on the internet.
0: Yeah. So, well, my second item is a toy. That's not a category. It just happens to be that uh, it is a My Buddy doll. Um, these came out in 1985 and probably best known for the commercial, uh, the song, My Buddy, Wherever My I buddy, Go, yeah. He Goes, right? Yeah. So uh, this was actually a controversial toy at the time as there were a lot of people upset because they didn't think dolls should be uh, marketed to boys but just yeah. Yeah. for girls. Um, but it was the 1980s. Uh, people thought differently about those types of things. So, uh, But there was quite an uproar about Hauling dolls around. Mm So uh, they were worried about things they probably didn't need to worry about. But it was also the inspiration for Chucky from the Child's Play movie. Um, So the little stabby doll from the movies. Um, I never had the doll, even though I'm putting it in there. But I think it was such a pop culture icon Mm -hmm. and was one of those commercials you'd always remember. Um, And I just think you put it in there and you say, hey, this uh, this is something that kids played with was it wasn't there, there was a female version? There was. It was kid's sister. Kid's sister. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only thing I remember about that, I remember the commercial, and I remember the song was very yeah yeah the we, song we sang it like, yeah it's
0: embedded just, in your brain. brain wherever I go <laughs> He's, they're climbing in a tree fort yes. they're uh, yeah. yeah and I liked in the commercial I think they like had the kid wearing the same clothes as the doll yeah so like the
1: overalls yeah so um, they're like no twins. I think that's an interesting point because that was at a time when you know. Uh, we're talking G.I. Joe. We're talking Transformer. We're talking, yeah. you know, so it was, so to to go something that was a doll. A doll, yeah. Yeah, that was, yeah, I could totally see that being. So, uh,
0: I always thought when I was a kid, toys were strange because, you know, we're playing with, uh, you know, action figures, mm-hmm. cars, mm-hmm. toy guns, you know, all those. And you know what they give, like, girls for Christmas? A microwave and a baby doll <laughs> and a stove, yeah. like the, mm-hmm. the, the Easy Bake Oven. I'm like. Now that I'm older, I'm like they were just preparing them to cook and clean and take care <laughs> of children from like the time they were little kids. So
1: well, meanwhile we were being trained to train fight fight uh, yeah. the Russians with Rambo.
0: Yeah. Or maybe. Or whoever. Or yeah, yeah Cobra Commander. What not? So. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. yeah, so the my buddy doll. So
1: oh, that's good. That's okay. good. Uh I actually one of my categories is toys, so I'll get that. Nice. That's good. Yeah. Uh, my next one is in the category of health and fitness. Oh, this should be good. So um, I'm making a stretch here, but this one I put a a Just Say No t-shirt. Yeah, great. Right? Perfect. Uh, Just Say No. It was an advertising campaign during the 1980s and early uh, 1990s as part of the U.S.-led war on drugs.
2: Nancy Reagan. Nancy
1: Reagan. Its goal was to uh, to discourage children from engaging in illegal recreational drug use by offering various ways to say no. And then I'm writing that and I think, man, what a difference. (laughs) No. Today. Yeah, Here was like saying <laughs> illegal recreational drugs. Oh, yeah. And now now we're, oh, yeah. now there's a dispensary on every corner. They would have commercials,
0: PSAs, where a kid would like take a, a – he'd smoke a part of a joint and then he'd go jump off a roof. Yes. And I'm like – so they would tell you as a kid that that's the story they're telling you to <laughs> get you to avoid doing it.
1: Yes. Uh, the slogan was created and cha- uh, by Nancy Reagan. Yep. I guess she would asked a schoolgirl. Uh, you know, was offered. Dr- what would you say if you were offered by drugs? And the first lady responded, "Just say no." So then that kicked off the the slogan. Uh, it was in popular American culture. It was on. Uh, she made an appearance on yep. uh, different strokes. You know, uh, Punky Brewster, yep. um, after school program or after school uh, uh, specials. Um, this is interesting. A 2009 analysis of 20 controlled studies on the uh, enrollment and one of the most popular Just Say No programs DA- uh, and things like DARE showed there was no impact Absolutely not. on drug use. Nope. Um, during this, oh, this is funny. Remember the This Is Your Brain on Drugs? Yes. Right? Love that one. Uh, I learned it by watching you. Perfect one, there too. was that. Two very widely po- uh, popular commercials. Yeah. Um, I said, what a difference changed uh, the changed landscape of drugs now drugs and smoking now versus versus then uh which then led me into the whole idea of smoking yeah and both of my parents were smokers yep smoked in the car Mm -hmm. everybody smoked in the 80s they did you smoked in the car you smoked in the restaurant the smoking section at the restaurant
0: for a while there was in movie theaters on airplanes Smoking yeah, in the car, so. smoking
1: in the house, smoking with with the windows rolled up. Oh, yeah. The non-smoking section at Sherry's <laughs> after a basketball <laughs> game, you'd walk in and to yeah. the left, I think was normal seating, to the right was smoking. Yeah. And I'm just appalled. I think now, <laughs> what, how did, there was no difference. No. The whole place smelled like oh, yeah. a, a casino. Or oh, yeah. So, anyway. Nothing you could do. But just a different time just to show yeah. the difference between- drug use then and drug use now and, and smoking now and smoking yeah. then and everybody was smoking but
0: my favorite just say no story uh drew barrymore told it her and Corey feldman were touring with um, nancy Reagan, and of course they're notorious 80s drug users mm-hmm. and, and drew barrymore would be like we'd get to a school and it's an elementary school and right before we go inside Corey and I would get high in the car, and then we'd go inside and tell all the kids, don't take drugs. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, at least she's honest about it. So we're in there with Nancy Reagan, first lady of the United States, and we're both just two sheets to the wind. And then we're like, hey, kids, don't take drugs. <laughs> so, yeah, no effect. Yeah. I
1: think it probably had the opposite effect. Oh, let's no. take drugs. Yeah. So. No, I think I read of that said it was almost the opposite. Well, it's of, the same
0: you know. as when they put the parental advisory sticker on the yeah. CDs and the tapes. Cause yeah. then guess what? That's the tape I want to buy. Yeah. Right. right. So, yeah. Well, so uh,
1: that was my health and fitness uh, category. I also yeah. had, uh, I don't think you'll have it. I'm to say it anyway. Um, uh, Mr. Yuck. No. So that whole movement, there was like this, these uh, movements and, uh, you know, endorsements or whatever for yeah. Mr. Yuck. And just say no. And, uh, you know.
0: Yeah. You got me on that one. Anyway. All right. So. Okay. All right, well, my third item is a plastic lunchbox with thermos inside. Uh, now, the type is up to you. I'm going to go with my Transformers one I had in fourth grade. Uh, this was the epitome of being cool at lunch in elementary school in the 80s. You take out your sandwich, your chips, cookie, Twinkie, whatever you know, snack you got. And on the really cool days, I'd get SpaghettiOs in my thermos <laughs> and a Capri Sun. Yes. Um, and if I didn't need to keep something hot in the thermos like a soup or a spaghetti, mm-hmm. um, maybe some chocolate milk or some mm-hmm. apple juice, but yeah. And I know they were metal before, but uh, for me, my memory, I had a plastic one in the thermos. Not to school. I thought that was a cool thing. And everybody would be like, ooh, which one you got? And I had Transformers and other people had G.I. Joe and, you know, whatever you had. So.
1: Uh, that is great. I'm, I'm, I think I'm just going to reveal one of mine because I had the same thing. Okay. It was on my list.
0: Well, let's wait till we get you to get, that you part want of your to list. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
1: But yeah, so, I I love that pick. Yeah, I think it's a great pick. Yeah, um, that
0: signifies and it just shows kids of the '80s. Like, yes. Um. Yeah, that's what we did. I, I mean, I there, there were kids that just brought the brown bags. Oh. So you got that. Yep. Um. But I think the plastic kind of took you to another mm-hmm. level. So mm-hmm. not that I look down on anybody with the brown bag, and a lot of times I eat school well, lunch too. Yeah because I'm, uh I, my parents would buy that roll of pink tickets at the beginning of the year so I'd also get hot lunch quite a bit the pink uh, tickets so, yeah yes. the pink tickets
1: so. uh, i don't know that, that whole lunch thing was school is so full of uh social um yeah etiquette and norms and un unwritten rules <laughs> and i think you know when you say yeah i didn't look down on a kid with the the brown bag People did, though. There there was things we, you know, we may not have said it out loud, but, you know, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, and when you're in third and fourth grade, you'll just be like, why don't you have a lunchbox? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, Well, and now things have changed so much that if you, uh, most schools now provide lunches. Well, yeah. They're free and reduced lunches. So most schools give you a lunch. Now it's almost flipped because my youngest daughter, she... Likes to take her lunch. Yeah. She's got a little uh, little Yeti cooler thing. She puts mm-hmm. soup in it. She eats it up. She, she loves it. Um, she gets flack for bringing her lunch. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's almost flipped a little bit. Or like if you bring your lunch, you're a little different.
2: No, like, no. It's oh, very, very I always different.
0: like bringing my lunch. I yeah. bring I bring my lunch to work now, so. Yeah. It's not a Transformers lunch pail. <laughs> I wish it was. You should, so. though.
1: That'd yeah. be better. Um, all right. My next one is from the category of Toys. And I put garbage Pail kids Great. cards, perfect, right? Um, I don't quite remember. I don't know that I had a ton of. These. I don't think my parents would let me. But man, they were. Uh, it was almost a form of currency. You know, you, if if you knew somebody that had them, you you wanted them, right? Yeah. I mean, there was just there was almost a uh, kind of a black market for these things. So but, I had a lot of them. Yeah, I don't. Um, I used tons. to buy them
0: at the. Um, Seven Eleven, Seven Eleven, And yeah, then um, I so I would get those and I would take them to school yeah. um, in elementary school, and then I would trade we trade them because I'd have a lot of duplicates. Yeah. You know, there were some crazy uh some crazy names on oh my some of those. Gosh, like yes. there was Atom Bomb, like his head was exploding. Oh, that's funny. That's one of the ones I listed. <laughs> I remember so, that one.
1: They were released in nineteen eighty five. They were designed to make fun of the cabbage patch kid dolls. Um featured a garbage pail kid character having some comical abnormality. Yep deformity, and or suffering a terrible, painful fate or death. Um, had a humorous uh, wordplay on the name, uh, but there, there were two versions. I don't know if you remember that. There were two versions, so it'd be kind of the same picture, but two different names. So yep. there was two versions of it. Yep. Um, so let's see. Uh, there was a live action movie in 87. Did yeah, you ever see it?
0: I did, and it's awful.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it really made bad. a 60% profit. It's got a 0% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's considered one of the worst, worst films ever made. Um, uh, let's see. It was banned in schools, many schools, because of distraction. Um, but, uh, oh, a, a mint condition, uh, Nasty Nick. Nasty it's Nick. It's the first one. He's a vampire. Yep. Um, goes for 7500 bucks. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you awesome. had Nasty Nick, and his other version was Evil Eddie. Yep. and it was Nick dressed as a vampire, ready to bite the neck of a female doll. Mm-hmm. You had Adam Bomb. Adam Bomb. His other version was Blasted Billy. Yeah, <laughs> it's a picture. Uh, it's a picture of a kidney's present a detonator, as a mushroom cloud is exploding from his head. Yeah. Oh, and then some of them I don't even know. In the eighties, uh, so one was co- it was the two names were one was Schizophren, mm-hmm. then one was Double Heather, and it depicts a girl doll with two heads that appear to be fighting with each other. No. Um. But then even uh, Topps was like, oh, that's too much. We can't too much. So they named it Fran Fran. So there's actually one that's got three. The worst one I saw, though, it was called Electric Bill or yeah. Fry and Brian. And it was a young boy shown in a prison attire being shocked in an electric chair. Yeah,
0: I've, I had that card. So I had a lot of these cards. Oh my gosh. I had to hide them because my mom yes. did find a couple and then she took them uh, because she thought they were inappropriate. But I definitely, every time I went to the store, it was like 25 cents or it might even been that. Yeah. might have been 10 cents for a package. Yeah. And yeah, they were like baseball cards. Oh yeah. So yeah, we uh, traded them around.
1: Uh, s- uh, so the last one's Sloppy Robbie. Nice. Shows a morbidly obese boy eating ice cream and candy while the scale he sits on explodes beneath him. Perfect. There was Oliver Twisted. <laughs> who also went by Dizzy Dave? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the card shows a boy with his arms and legs twisted into knots. And then there was New Wave Dave or Graffiti Pete, mm-hmm. and uh, this card shows a boy with an orange mohawk wearing sunglasses and leather jacket tagging a building. Nice. So yeah, so yeah, good. Little little pack of uh, garbage garbage Pail 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 kids. kids.
0: That's a great. That's great. They won't know what to do with
1: them, but it's great. No. So. Well, I think it would cause people to go because I think even at the time we were like. What in the world? Oh
0: yeah, they were some the of 80s them were rough. Eighties was a wacky time. I love oh, the eighties. Anyway. Well, my fourth piece of memorabilia is not going to be surprising to you, but it is the Air Jordan One Chicago basketball shoe. Oh. Uh, this is the basketball shoe that made sneakers a thing. Once this dropped, it became an annual ritual to buy the latest Jordan mm-hmm. sneaker, and I remember waiting, wanting whatever the latest Jordan sneaker was, every time. It shaped sneaker culture for generations. And, I mean, it's 2023, and I still buy Jordans, and I love them. Mm-hmm. And the Jordan 1 originally dropped in 85. That's wow. how long ago that was. And people still they resell for um, crazy amounts of money. Uh, in fact, my friend Dustin, whom I've mentioned before, he wore an original pair of this shoe to our 20th high school reunion in 2014. He still had them. Wow. And they didn't have holes in them or anything. He still wore them. He said he'd been – uh, offered at the mall for people to buy them off his feet. Um, what do they
1: call those okay? guys like sneakerheads or something like that. Yes, I
2: mean, sneakerheads. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but they were sixty-five bucks in nineteen eighty-five, and now a pair is usually about $210, two ten, two twenty. Um, and a few years ago, an original, never-worn pair sold for sixty thousand dollars. That's
1: nutty. No, I think that's a great pick. Uh, I didn't even think about uh, Jordan shoes, but Jordan was a right. He was a major force of the eighties. Oh man. Sports, major force. Before,
0: but, you can you can say, and people can track it back, before Jordan's uh, basketball shoe, people wore basketball shoes to play basketball. Mm-hmm. So you wore your Converse, you wore your Adidas oh, yeah. to play basketball. I know where you're going with that. Once the Jordan shoe came out, it became a thing you wore yeah. to wear all the time, yeah. not just to play basketball in.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that's a really good point. No, my daughter, uh, my daughter just turned uh, 11, and she was uh, just a couple days ago, and she was asking... For a pair of shoes, nice. I mean, so here we're you know twenty twenty three, and that's a t- yeah, an eleven that's year old now. Yep, knows that you know, like you know they're sought after. You can you almost and argue sold out. they yeah. were sold out. She she was bummed because she yep. went to go. I said, well, we'll order them for you. Nice. She got them. Um, sold out.
0: So hard. Yeah. So hard to get a pair of shoes. I yeah. promise you. Um, I used to be able to walk into a footlocker and buy a pair of shoes. Mm-hmm. Now you can't do that. Yeah. I mean, you got to be there when they drop, and you got to go. But um. I would say they're more popular now than they probably were when they first came out in 1985. Oh, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, but yeah. So yeah. the Air Jordan One.
1: Yeah, uh, great pick. Great pick. I'm gonna add that to my uh, my list of that goes under the the fashion uh, category. <laughs> Good <job. laughs> um, My next one comes under the category of food, and under the category of food, I picked a cereal box.
0: Okay. No mm-hmm. specific cereal no, okay. box,
1: uh, but. Uh, the reason I picked it, I clearly remember walking up, uh, waking up uh, early hours before my parents. Yep. There was something about going to the kitchen, getting a bowl of cereal, walking carefully out to the living room, sitting in front of the TV, yep. you know, less than a foot away. Had to. While you ate your cereal, you had to turn down a little bit because I didn't want to wake up Dad. Um, I can remember my Dad yelling at me. Yeah, you know, not sitting uh, so close to the TV. Yeah, it's gonna It'll, hurt your eyes. Hurt your eyes. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna ruin your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> How'd, um, that, how'd that turn out? Yeah, I think, I think my eyesight's, you know, <laughs> other than getting old, it was, it was,
0: it, we were all fine. It was
1: fine. Yeah, it was fine. It's um, like
0: when you don't stare at the microwave while it's running because you, you'll <laughs> get radiation or something. So.
1: Yeah, no. Um, yeah, and uh, drink orange juice is supposed to help your eyesight or something. I don't know. Or or what about or uh,
0: don't go in the water 30 minutes until oh, F- yeah. after you've eaten for 30 minutes? We we never I've done that rule. many times. i never saw anybody They drown literally told me. us we were going to die if that yeah. happened. Like, you were if you go drown, in the water, you're going to drown. Yeah. That's what they told
1: you. Um, no, so here's some of the breakfast. The breakfast cereals of the 80s, it seemed a very, very unregulated industry. It was awesome. I mean, it was like, we're just going to put sugar in a yeah, box. And I love I so, loved them all. Um, C3PO's, Doc, uh, Donkey Kong Jr., Dunkin' Donuts, ET cereal, ice cream. Oh, this is my favorite one. Ice cream cereal, ice cream cone cereal came yeah. out in 87. Its mascot was a, was a character named Ice Cream Jones. It came with gumballs inside. Yes. And there was a chocolate chip option. So not only are we going to have the uh, an ice cream cone flavored cereal, we're going to throw gumballs in it, and we're going to give you a chocolate, fl- uh, chocolate chip option. Marshmallow Krispies, Nerds, Nintendo, Mr. T, OJs, which was an orange cereal, <laughs> uh, Pac-Man, powdered donut cereal, Rocky Road cereal, S'mores Crunch, Smurf Berry Crunch, that whole line of yeah. Boo Berry, uh, uh, Count Chocula, Count Chocula. Like, H- we never H- had those. Uh, wa- uh, and then there was uh, waffles. It was obviously waffles. But the thing that I remember in our house, we went to the Malt-O-Meal route. Yeah, we did too. We didn't do the name brand.
0: Nope, not very often.
1: Uh, no offense to my mom, but uh, she was trying to. And my dad did the same thing. He would tell me
0: they're the same. They, they well, the like, same okay, way. so the they same.
1: were. So I, I, just wrote a couple. Of, so they uh, meal had uh, sugar puffs, which was Golden Crisp Toastios, which are Honey Nut Cheerios, tutti fruities, which is Fruit Loops. Golden Sugar Puffs or Honey Smacks. Cocoa Roos, Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. Fruity Blast, which is Fruity Pebbles. Uh, Crispy Rice, those are Rice Krispies. Frosted Flakes, which were Frosted Flakes. I don't know how they got yeah. away with that. Apple Zings were Apple Jacks. Cinnamon Toasters <laughs> were Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Chocolate Chip Cookie Bites, Chips Ahoy. Chips Ahoy. And Colossal Crunch was Captain Crunch. And then Frosted Mini Spooners was Frosted Mini Wheats, And those yeah. are all the ones that I had. We very rarely had the name brand. Every now, I yeah. remember one time my mom... Uh, got us a Star Wars cereal and that oh, was like okay. oh my gosh that was the coolest. But oh yeah. Most of the time it was the and it came in a bag. They did not come in a box. No. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, uh, something about the cereal uh world, the yeah. morning cartoons and even the, I mean the cereal was was geared for a kid. Yeah, they you know put I mean? toys
0: inside of it. I mean, I used to get these little it was like a uh octopus and you threw yeah. it against the wall. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as it hit the carpet it was dead. Oh, you so got, it wouldn't.
1: Got a little cat and dog so, ear on it. But yeah.
2: yeah. So.
0: No, cereal. I still eat cereal today, so oh, yeah. I, I love cereal.
1: No, I'm a cereal. I, I will get up I have and have no cereal in a and bowl. And- oh, yeah.
0: I do it all the time. So Well, that's a good one. My fifth item is awesome. It is a big wheel. Uh, for anyone that doesn't know what a big yes. wheel is, it is a three-wheeled plastic bike that's about six inches off the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, the whole thing is made of plastic to include the wheels, and the only way to stop it was this one handbrake on the side that would eventually wear a hole in one of the back tires <laughs> uh, because you'd pull it too much, but... You could rumble down the streets in this thing, and the amount of fun I had on this was just ridiculous. Like, I shouldn't have had this much fun on this, but you would be, like I said, six inches off the ground, and you're doing wheelies in this thing, yes. and you're. Ma- I would go down hills that were not made for that, that item to go down, and it was like a $10 toy, so if you broke it, uh, yeah. which I would always inevitably break it in the middle or wear that tire out, you just get another one. But yeah, I thought I was the king of the neighborhood great. just <laughs> going, uh, you know, kicking butt down the street on this big wheel, yes. like, uh, check me out, right?
1: Well, I and I like uh, around our neighborhood. We we would you'd outgrow them, and it had that little seat. Yeah, with like a back on your seat, and the thing was only maybe a couple <laughs> of inches tall. So and they fit into two little holes, and then we would outgrow it. You were too big, but yeah. you would just take that take out, that off, yeah, and you still and still, you ride, still it. ride it. Oh yeah, and then yeah, that the handbrake was the best. You just oh, yeah. do a do a one eighty and.
0: Well, until you pull it too hard and you yank it right off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I yanked the handbrake off once, and then you just got to jump off
1: the big wheel. Well, now they're making adult so, versions.
0: Yeah, that, it's no fun. the The one is one. I had a He-Man one. It was green. <laughs> it was it was amazing. So I love that thing. So, Gosh, but yeah, the big, big wheel.
1: wheel. Oh, that's a good one. So, no, those are fun. Uh, they would oh. have. Uh, they would... I never actually had one. I always read my, oh. my neighbor kids. I don't think I ever had a an actual big wheel.
0: I had a He-Man one. I had multiples because mm-hmm. again, I wore them out. I used to ride those. You know we put to like, I mean, we were bike age, but we would uh, we were in between <laughs> full bike age. Yeah. But once I got my BMX bike, then mm-hmm. uh, the big wheel yeah. went to the wayside, so yeah,
1: but yeah, I uh, yeah, I remember we would uh, wear that front wheel just smooth, oh, yeah, like because trying to catch some good,
0: yeah. G- when I chose like the big a- wheel, I was between two things, I was between the big wheel and a GT BMX bike because the oh, GT yeah. was the bike to have, but yep. I went with the big wheel, I went with a little more
1: nostalgia. So, yeah, one well, year I got a I got a BMX bike for Christmas. Yeah, that was that was a okay. killer. All right, uh, that's a good one. Uh, my next one is from the category of fashion and clothing, and I picked acid. Acid washed jeans.
0: Awesome, best jeans ever. I think they're back, probably. Oh, right.
1: So. That's actually in my notes. It said uh, it is. They're they're coming back. So uh, <laughs> the practice exploded in the '80s. It was kind of a punk thing. Guess can, in '81 they released the first pair. They were called pre-washed. I would
0: say it was a punk thing right up until Def Leppard wore them yeah. and "Pour Some Sugar on Me" video, and then they became a, a hair metal oh, like popular thing. So
1: yeah, uh, considered one of the defining trends of the decade. Uh, punk rockers and skinheads would splatter bleach, uh, bleach on their jeans and jackets. This and then that it, it they called it a snow wash. Yeah. And then the marketers got a hold of it and they called it pre-wash, which turns into uh, acid wash. Acid wash. Um, but uh, I found one. I don't even remember which place I found it. I said the jackets and jeans combination paired them with uh, pair them with high top white sneakers. Yep. Think Zach Morris. Oh yes, perfect. And I was like, oh, yeah. I gotta include. He that always in wore
0: notes. he always wore Converse Cons. The, yep. that was his shoe of choice. Yep, um, yep. Uh, because I I know a little bit about Saved by the Bell. A so. little bit, but that was his shoe of choice, the yeah. Converse Con.
1: So that yeah, acid really kind of acid washed anything. Oh yeah, Coat, fantastic pants. You know, Um yeah. but yeah, I remember having a pair of acid washed. Jordache jeans. I don't know why I knew the brand, but I can remember Perfect. they were called they were Jordache jeans. I got a
0: pair of uh, uh, two pair of the five hundred one, um, mm-hmm. acid watch, and my mom when we were buying them was like, you know, uh, this is just somebody screwing up doing the laundry, yeah. right? So, well,
1: and I read that that I didn't know <laughs> she this. really thought that she yeah.
0: goes, this is just somebody pouring bleach into there yeah. uh, accidentally.
1: Well, I didn't know that, but I guess there was a whole kind of that was a thing. I mean, I was young so i wasn't making clothes or whatever but yeah. uh kids of the 80s would do their own acid wash oh yeah they would buy regular jeans yeah. and then they would easier they would put bleach on them or splatter them just and then, like
0: when you make your own jean shorts <laughs> yeah yeah nothing wrong with that <laughs> yeah just cut Jorts. them off Shorts. cut them off and roll them up and now you got some <laughs> jean shorts so.
1: but anyway yeah well, so a uh, acid washed i yeah. just remember uh, my sister She clearly reminded me the last time she was up that I owned a pair and they were really tight. Oh, nice. (laughs) You started the tight jeans trend before anybody else. There's a picture floating around.
0: Well, my sixth item after following up wash jeans, which is really good, is a can of Aquanet hairspray. Uh, Now, I was not a hairspray kid. However, this product was as important in the 80s as anything else anybody owned. From stay-home moms to the Wall Street boardrooms and, of course, entire rock bands, Hairspray was the lifeblood of hair in the 1880s. I mean, the height of people's hair, you can't even imagine. We can't even describe it. So much hairspray was used that it put a hole in the ozone layer. At least (laughs) they said that's what happened. Uh, But from the high bangs to just making sure your hair Mm -hmm. wouldn't move in a hurricane, hairspray was like the top of 80s fashion. So they could look at that. Uh, Not that people don't use hair product now, but that Aquanet hairspray is a pivotal thing of the 80s. And I'm sure there are many of – females and males that uh they couldn't start their day without using a whole can of that stuff. Yeah. So
1: gosh, uh I remember needing it was more junior high ish uh when I started actually like combing my hair. I don't know. Or yeah, good being you know paying mind to what I look like. And I remember using quite a bit of my mom's hairspray, whatever was available on the counter and just get yeah. that hair to do Make what it I wanted to do. Stay where it
0: goes. So. Yeah. Aquanet hairspray. <laughs> Man, no, perfect.
1: That's good. No, nope, yeah. That was put a hole a in the ozone staple. layer. Yes. Yep. Whatever happened to that Did hole. I think it healed. We stopped using heal? so much hairspray. Yeah, it's kind of like acid rain, I That t- kind t- of stuff. Like yeah. everybody's worried. green. You get them burned to death or whatever. Anyway, Maybe. uh okay. My next one's a little obscure, but I'm gonna go with it. So uh it's under the category of design or style. And it's uh it's a thing called Memphis. It's the Memphis style. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so you will know this oh okay you will know this once i say it um so uh, but before we get into that, let's talk about some classic 80s style so uh neon yes uh brass and wood like oh, in yeah. your home like of if you course. had the, you had a wood table with the brass fixtures and stuff yep. that was everywhere
0: TVs were in- enclosed in wood yes you had oh. the
1: big big tv with the you know, uh pastels palm trees were big in the 80s yep anything palm in your house uh, uh curtains or drapes uh heavy with the floral and the lace uh and then carpet in the bathroom. Yeah. Which was a thing. Terrible. Like awful. whoever
0: thought that was a good idea.
1: Uh speaking of uh, uh i was going to tell a story. We um we had some friends that gave my uh parents a a fuzzy it went on your it went on your toilet tea cover. Oh, yeah. It covered your toilet. Yeah, seat. we had those too. And it was a, a, a Christmas design and uh, when you closed it it had Santa Claus on the top. And then when you opened it, it was Santa Claus covering his eyes. Oh,
0: perfect! That was great. Yeah, oh, he wasn't was, looking at no, you.
1: And, and the, the fact that we <laughs> we put it on, we put
2: it on every yeah.
1: He should. Uh, anyway, so Memphis style is a design movement that began in 1981 uh, in Italy. Um, it's known for bright colors, geometric shapes, bold patterns. It is loud, colorful, and obnoxious. Um, and it was kind of uh, um, it was born out of a dislike for the minimalist style that was coming out of the 60s and 70s. Um, But you will know it, really where you will know it, uh, is the opening of Saved by the Bell. Oh, yeah. So the triangles, the zigzag lines, you know, even our logo, we kind of tried to design it that Mm -hmm. way. Um, uh, uh, MTV used it on a lot of their MTV logos, you know. Um, The style was made uh, to oppose practicality, uh, but it couldn't sustain itself because, you know, uh, we had to be practical. Oh, Um, yeah. But almost 40 years since its influential deba- uh, debut, the design is starting to make a comeback. Oh, good. So there's actually a name for that. So when you see that kind of the 80s style with the triangles and the zigzag lines and the neon colors, it's called Memphis style. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's actually coming back in Vogue. Everything back. Uh, and comes I immediately, back. I just thought about uh, Saved by the Bell and Perfect. I read an article. and It referenced Saved by the Bell and I was like, oh, my gosh.
0: That's how awesome the 80s and 90s were. They always come back. Coming back People around. come back. Yep. Right? So, well, that's a good yep. one. yeah. Uh, For my seventh item, I chose the Swatch watch. So this was released in 1983 by a Swiss company. Uh, These quickly became a fashion craze and a necessity. I remember people would wear multiples of these, like you'd have two, three watches on for whatever reason. But it was more of a fashion statement than to actually tell time. So they came in all different colors and designs because up to that point, uh, I only wore like the Casio watch that might have a calculator on it or one of those, or one of those ones you could throw against a brick wall and it wouldn't even break, you know, something like that. But um, they were really affordable too, which is, you know, everybody could probably get one, but the reason they were so big is because most watches, like I said, were gold, silver, or black. And this let you stand out because like you just said in your previous neon colors yeah. were a big deal. Um, so just having your standard old fashioned kind right. of looking colors, this allowed you to wear more of them mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, stand out in the eighties. Cause that's the big thing in mm-hmm. being noticed and, Color and being loud yeah. was an 80s thing.
1: So, did you ever have a swatch? watch
0: I had one, yes. Did you? I got I it, have, it in I junior high. Had, I never had one. Yeah, it was blue.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, no, the accessory that I remember was the, uh, the, they weren't jelly, jelly bracelets. <laughs> jelly, oh, yeah, bracelets. Oh, yeah, jelly bracelets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah interlock sure. them, yeah. put two together. Well, if you were them.
0: good, you interlocked yeah. them. Yeah. Otherwise, you just oh. wore them. <laughs> so. Um, but you had to be good. Yeah. So,
1: um, Okay, uh, I'm going to go. My next one's uh, one you already mentioned, but was the school lunchbox. Oh, okay. I just, yep. Um, Yeah, there, I just, but there was a time when our mom packed our own lunches, and that's kind of gone away. I mean, it just wasn't. Yeah. Uh, you talked about spaghettios in your lunch being like the oh, yeah, that was... the, the thing. Uh, mine was my mom had these uh, Tupperware, I believe they're Tupperware, but they were a tall, uh, slender cup. And they had a base that snapped on the bottom. Oh, and yeah. And they had a little snap. A little I remember those. top. I think yeah. that was Tupperware. And if my mom put pudding in it. Oh. Oh, my gosh. It wasn't a pudding cup. <laughs> this was pudding my mom made. Made pudding. Put it in the thing. They nice. were chilled. Oh, my gosh. And when you got one of those, that was the best. It was. Um, here's some things I learned. Metal lunchboxes were discontinued in 1985 by a group of angry parents in Florida when they lobbied against the use in schools believing they could be weapons. Yes. And then the funny thing is, then the last lunchbox that was made—a metal one—was a Rambo lunchbox. So, yeah, uh, uh, before, yeah. So then it was became I think one of the first plastic ones, but plastic became the alternative. Um, Oh, you had to stay current. Oh yeah. So like you you couldn't show up one, one year. year. You yeah. couldn't show up one year with the Dukes of Hazard and then the next year show up with the same Dukes. Like you had no. to you yeah, had yeah, to up it. your game. That right? was part of starting school, was I need a new lunchbox. You had to, yeah. yeah, you had to um you couldn't ever carry the same lunchbox one year to the next, it just wasn't done. Um okay, here's something I want to talk about. Uh oh, I said pudding. Oh, and if you got a Twinkie or a ding dong.
0: Oh
1: yeah. That was cool. Um I had uh I had the eighteen. I know I had the eighteen. Yeah. Plastic or metal, I don't remember. Dukes of Hazard, I know I had one of those. <laughs> the only metal one I do remember have was uh, was a TV show called The Fall Guy.
0: I know the Fall Guy. Yeah, of course. Um he was a stuntman. man,
1: and yes. he was that he was a uh, not Bale Bondsman, but he was a yeah. Lee, Lee Majors. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know I had a metal one of that. Uh Knight Rider, I know I had one Transformer. I think those were all plastic. Um oh gosh. Um oh, so one thing I want to my mom would make my lunch. She would whether it was in a bag or whatever. I had tuna fish a lot. I like tuna fish. They were not refrigerated.
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. They weren't then. We
1: didn't put our lunch. It's not. No. That, I mean, we brought them to school in the morning. Yeah. Let's say we're eating around eleven, eleven thirty. 1130.
0: Well, she was probably hoping it would stay cold before you ate it. So We,
1: we, that
0: sat <laughs> in my backpack or whatever. You're alive. The mayonnaise didn't turn. You're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody thought about that. No. Uh, yeah. No, tuna,
2: anyway. I like tuna fish. Um,
1: yeah. So yeah, and then oh, and then leftover pizza. If you got leftover pizza, oh, yeah. Yeah. my mom deal. made a meatloaf sandwich. If we had meatloaf the night before, oh, and then she would take the leftovers and make a sandwich. And I feel like
0: you were we, making a big mess at lunches. If we had so. a, if we had
1: meatloaf, uh, if yeah. we had meatloaf the night before, I knew there was going to be a cold meatloaf sandwich the next day, oh, and wow. that was the best.
0: Yeah, I I probably just took peanut butter and jelly most days. So <laughs> you had a lot more extravagant lunches yeah. than I did. So. Well, that's a good one. My no. eighth thing is a mix cassette tape with cassette Walkman, oh. so you can play said tape. Uh, the tape will have five songs because uh, I don't want to overload the future. Uh, these are and these are my choices because to me, this is what the '80s sound. This like. is not your number one, or this, or this isn't your last one. No, it's not my last oh, okay, okay, okay. one. Okay, okay, okay. So this is just my eighth thing. Um, but these five songs to me tell the story of the '80s, and you can pick any five you want. But I'm going "Take on Me" by Aha. I'm going "St. Elmo's Fire" by John Parr. Beat It by Michael Jackson, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go by Wham, and Come On Eileen by Dexie's Midnight Runners. So like I said, anyone can come up with their own five, but for me, the future, I'd give them those five songs, give them that tape, give them that Walkman, and I bet they would go. The 80s sound, awesome.
1: Well, let's just keep talking about it because that was my next one. Nice. It was a Walkman with a mixtape. Mixtape, yeah. Got to have it. uh, Oh. First thing on my notes, I put, as we discussed in a previous episode, making a mixtape was an art. Yes, very uh, much so. There was a, uh, we had to sit in front of the radio and wait for the DJ to play our favorite song if you wanted to listen to it on tape. So if you wanted to catch it off the radio, you had to, you know, uh, unlike today, unlimited number of songs, playlists you can make instantly. Um, the 80s or 90s mixtape, you had to work with a cassette. Uh, you had a finite number of minutes for you to make a musical statement. So, you had to, you know, there had to be some intentionality to it. So, what's the purpose of this mixtape? What's the emotion you want to convey? Are you making it for a <laughs> person? Are you making it for a girl or making yeah. it for you? Because if you're making it for a girl, then you want to make oh, sure yeah. you hit the right notes, right? Um, the physical media meant you could only fit so many songs to fit on a side, yep. right? Um, more, uh, more importantly, you had to actually own or have access to the physical copies of, of the music you were including. Yeah. So you had not know a guy that had it so that you could burn it, you know, or record it. Um, oh, and then there was a there was a physical element to it. When that tape stopped, you had to get up, flip it. it was until I, I don't know later. I had I had a tape player that would automatically yeah flip it over, flip it, and like kind of play yep. the tape the other direction. Yeah, I don't know how fancy. it did it. Um, but yeah, uh, I put listening to your favorite music in the '80s required active participation. Oh yeah, you had to work for that. And then the Walkman changed the way. We listened to it, mm-hmm. so now we could listen, listen to it where we wanted, when we wanted. No yep. fighting over. I mean, it, smuggling tapes at the bus stop, listening to yep. two live crew at the bus stop, on, you two know, live crew at the bus stop. Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah, and That's
1: then, a good
0: way to start the day. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So, yep. So anyway, so that was my next one. Gotcha. Um,
0: Cassettes. Yeah, you can't go wrong with that. Probably be on. Now that's one I think everyone could agree would go into a time capsule is oh, yeah. a cassette, a Walkman, that type of mm-hmm. thing. So. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my number nine uh, is along the lines of what you had earlier. You had garbage pail kids. I went with scratch and sniff stickers. Oh, yeah, um, I remember these a lot as a kid. I feel like every time we'd go somewhere, we'd pick up a bunch of these in gift shops or places like that. But I had a whole book of scratch and sniff stickers, mm-hmm. and they 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 smelled like what they were supposed to smell like. But man, some of the stickers they made—they had a skunk one. I'm like, why would you make that? Um, and then they had one that was trash. Again, who wants to smell that? Uh, there was a pickle. Um, so for all the good smells, they also included some weird smells, uh, which made no sense. But along the lines of Scratch and Stiff stickers, they also had like those puffy stickers where like things could move around underneath the sticker mm-hmm. and stuff. But I just feel like stickers were a big thing in the 80s for a little while there. And, you know, it seems like people got a lot of stickers and things like that. I used to like when I got one on, on my papers back in school, you get a sticker uh, and you get a good <laughs> sticker. You don't get the skunk one that says you're a stinker because, you know, you didn't do good on the paper. So but. uh yeah, so scratch and sniff stickers. Well, so.
1: well uh, uh, that's really interesting you said that. My sister and I were talking about it when she was up here last, uh, that some, uh, I think she said like shampoos will include a scratch scratch and sniff type oh, sticker okay. on it. So when yeah. you're shopping for it, you can scratch it and smell it. Yeah. Um, and she goes, she goes, she will bypass some brands that don't have oh, okay. the scratch and sniff, and just go to that, nice. you know. And I wonder if that isn't, marketing people going okay who's our who's our target <laughs> audience like and, oh it's kids that grew up in the 80s kids that, that like scratch 80s. and sniffy yeah. so let's let's um yeah let's let's get those uh 80s gen x kids you yeah. know so put a scratch assistant
0: yeah on. one of those strawberries that says like you're very awesome and then you scratch it it smells good and that's the way it goes <laughs> <laughs> well then they had the
1: whole line of markers that smell oh, like yeah. that was the thing was the you
0: know. Yeah, we probably shouldn't have been sniffing those, but that's fine. So. <laughs> well, I think that takes us to your last item for yeah. the time capsule. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so my last uh, uh, thing, item, item uh, falls under the category of cultural icons or people. Oh, yeah. We're
0: stuffing a person in That's
1: right. And I'm going to put a picture of Michael Jackson. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, for a million reasons, but arguably the biggest star of the 80s. Yeah. Um, we can talk about Thriller, uh, 35 million copies at the time. It's now gone on to sell 70 million. Oh, yeah. Um, revolutionized music, uh, fashion. Um, dancing. Dancing. I did mean, we did the could moonwalk. Go, yeah. So. Uh, thriller, 70 million copies. Bad, 35 million copies. Dangerous, 30 million copies. History, 22 million copies. Off the Wall, 20 million copies. Um, yeah. I mean, he was everywhere. He uh one of his, it it's a thriller, stayed on the top uh, at Billboard for 37 weeks. Oh, yeah. It went 33 times platinum, um, won a record-breaking eight Grammy Awards. I mean it, – it,
0: Now, when you have the picture, what is the picture of Michael
1: Jackson? Oh, I know which one it's going to be. Yeah. So when I was in elementary school, uh, going down the stairwell of our elementary school, there was a picture of me oh. and some other kids on the playground, and it was up there for years and years. <laughs> and then when I left – when I graduated sixth grade, where we went to school, sixth grade was elementary, and then you went up. Um, they sent us that picture. Oh, and It's okay. me and two other, three other kids in the background, and I'm in the foreground. And I'm wearing, uh, uh, you know, the classic '80s striped T-shirt. You know, kind yeah. of, you know. And I'm wearing a button. Oh. A Michael Jackson button. Nice. And he is wearing a, uh, I believe it's a white shirt, and he's got a yellow pullover sweater oh
0: yeah that's That's the the, picture okay
1: yeah that's uh i'd I'd probably just throw that button in because i think i still have the button button's good i might
0: have gone with the red jacket yeah and the one glove yeah and then he had
1: the high with
0: the Mm loaf the high pants with the loafers Mm -hmm. i might go with that
1: well and then he had this whole uh phase Had lots of phases where it was so. like it was almost military. Yeah, like he it was did like that. a military yeah. jacket with the buttons mm-hmm. and it was really yeah. strange. That's anyway. When he was
0: running around with his chimpanzee. Yeah.
1: So yeah. no. So I and there's a million things we could. He just he was everywhere and oh, I yeah. mean he was parodied. He was. I mean. He was the one. Anyway. So, so I mean, well, it's uh, good. Weird Al Yankovic made made a career <laughs> off of <laughs> parodying just his songs. Yeah, you he could have. So, yeah. Anyway. So. So yeah, I'd be yeah. something with uh, the people of nineteen, and, yes. and he was one of the top people. And
0: yes, we did get Weird Al onto this hey. episode. Very good. Hey. So, well, my last item, although I said these weren't in any particular order, it is my favorite item, and it is awesome. Eh, well, favorite the, the Jordan one basketball shoe was pretty good too, but this is the Atari twenty six hundred. Okay, so yeah. before Nintendo, before Sega, before Playstations, uh, this is where it was at. This had the classic joystick, the black one joystick with the big red button you had mm-hmm. to sit a foot from the console because the cord was not very long yeah um and i was all about this system i remember when we got it i played pac-man of course everybody yeah. played pac-man but my favorites were pitfall missile command asteroids yeah. uh, dig dug was real good oh, i dig don't dug. know why i like that game because you dig holes I in the love ground dig dug. but i played it yeah. and zaxon it was kind of a space game yeah. where you flew here but dig those were my favorites and I just think it doesn't get any more 80s than Atari. Oh. You put the Atari in there, and for all the cool things video games do now, without the Atari 2600, uh, you wouldn't have the rest of those. So,
1: No, I agree 100%. Yeah, we actually, uh, a couple years ago for Christmas, we bought our kids a, oh, I don't know, it looked like a little Nintendo it's one of those little oh, units, yeah. that, and mm-hmm. then you plug it in, and it's already got these pre-programmed games, and it was all the classic, oh, yeah. uh, you know, so Dig Dug, pac like. yeah. Uh Galaga, and, uh, you know, th- that was my game. I think that it's was my Galaga. D- Is it Galaga? Yeah, that's okay. why you say it. Like, Obviously,
0: you haven't watched yeah. Pixels, so. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen it. My kids love that movie.
1: <laughs> uh, but I remember that being up at the grocery store, and we oh, play yeah. that for days oh, and days man. and days. Loved and days. it. So,
0: Dad brought it home. I thought it was the best thing I ever.
1: I owned Dig Dug. I remember owning Dig Dug. Um, oh, Pole Position. Pole Position, real good. That was yeah. a good one. That, so, was, that was my favorite one at the arcade. <laughs> um, well, yeah, Rob, good.
0: that is our time capsule. Um, I I would say section. anything you think we forgot, but I don't think yeah. we forgot anything. No. I mean, people could say no. we forgot a bunch of stuff. No, uh, But for me, I think that's a pretty loaded mm-hmm. uh, time capsule that's going to give you a pretty good idea of what the 80s looked like. So, Yeah.
1: No, I love it. Uh, I'm just looking at my notes here. Um, Hulkamania. Hulkamania. Uh, I'm uh, a real American. Did you ever have a uh, Did you ever have a beeper? I did not. Uh, Ryan had a beeper.
0: Yeah, uh, um, but I did not get a beeper myself. I did no. not. Uh, I, I was not important enough for people needed to get a hold of me enough that I needed a beeper. So. Yeah,
1: no. Um, Jane Fonda workout videos.
0: Yeah, I saw um,
1: them. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. you had
0: also the Richard Simmons sweat
1: into the oldies. Oh yeah, could have had that one too. Yeah, uh, I think Abs of Steel was an eighties thing. So uh, there's that kind yeah. of that fashion closing movement. in on yeah. there. Yeah. What about the Thighmaster? Was that an eighties thing? Eh, I thought that was more nineties. But okay. yeah, um, yeah. Just even just in the fashion, if you just go down the list, I mean, these things should just jog memories, right? LA gear, mm-hmm. hair LA bands, bridge nights, the the knee high sports socks, the tube yeah. socks with the red stripe or blue stripe or Yarlow stripe. Oh yeah. Um, shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. You know, where gotta you look they, strong. Yeah. Um, rips in your jeans, uh, baggy clothes, uh, parachute pants. Come on, now. mullets. Yeah. Mullets. Don't forget the mullet. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean we could. We, we could, could go on, on all day. Yeah, days, there's lots days.
0: of fashion that could be done. So, but yeah, overall, I think that uh, gives us a pretty good. I think that's a pretty good capsule. Like put that in the ground, pull it up 50 years from now, and people will be like, uh, I don't what know what. The heck? I don't know what happened here, but <laughs> it seems kind of cool, right? So. Well, that brings us to the end of this episode of Totally 80s and 90s Recall. We hope you've enjoyed building a 1980s time capsule with us, despite us probably leaving out another 100 objects that were cool from the 80s. If you like this podcast, please hit that subscribe button, and we know you have friends who love the 80s and 90s just as much as you do, so share it with them. Let them have some fun, too, and they can relive all of the things we talked about on this episode. Then head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us feedback and five stars, and that will help the show grow. Uh, Rob and I love hearing from you, the listeners, so leave us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or our website, which are all included in the show notes. You can also email us at 80s90srecall at gmail.com with comments or show ideas you may want to hear in the future.
1: Uh, so what's our homework for next time?
0: Homework for next time. Uh, we're going to stay in the 80s uh, okay. because we love it so much, and we're going to talk about our favorite cartoons of okay. the
1: 1980s. Yeah. No, that – Wow. We we could have some material there.
0: Oh, yeah. Lots to talk about. (laughs) All right. So, well, you got anything else? I have
1: nothing else. Nothing
0: else. Fancy goodbye. No fancy goodbye. All right. Later.